welcome to the First Home Guidebook, a podcast exclusively for first home buyers. I'm Amy Linardi, a buyer's agent who has helped over a thousand people buy a property in the last decade. I'm here to share my property expertise and insider tips to help give you the confidence to buy your first home. Plus, I'll also be bringing to you property stories from first home buyers about how they managed to get into the market, which will hopefully inspire you in your own home buying journey. Let's get into it. I think it is a fair enough comment to say that pretty much everyone likes to save money. Whether that be buying a new fridge or a new car or going on holidays, the idea of saving some money or spending less than you are prepared to or getting some kind of discount or what you think is a bit of a bargain is always a nice little bonus. And when it comes to buying a property, saving money or buying a bit of a bargain is even more appealing because we're talking about so much money. So in this episode, I am going to chat about what would potentially define a bargain property and what to be aware of, because sometimes they might be a bargain for a reason. To begin with, how would you define a bargain property? Well, the way that I would define it is a property which you can purchase for significantly less or at least a fair bit less than what you consider to be its market value. And the way that we determine market value is through doing a comparable sales analysis and benchmarking that property against similar other recent properties that have sold. Although another way to consider a bargain is also if that property just seems like it's a bit of a bargain to you because you can purchase it for well below what you value it for. That is your own personal value or maybe just far less than what you were prepared to pay for it. So what you might think is a bargain, someone else might not. And this is the thing with property. It is sometimes a little bit subjective However, if I am considering the types of reasons why sometimes you might come across a bargain property, I would say there's generally four categories that these would be put into. And the reason why they might be a bargain is actually really, really important. Firstly, in some situations, that property might be a bit of a bargain or the vendor might be selling at a bit of a discounted price because they are really motivated. They really, really need to sell that property quite quickly and therefore they have priced it quite competitively or they are willing to be really negotiable or just really open to taking a lower offer if you have really good terms that suit them. And in these kind of situations, you can buy a property For a discount, there's nothing wrong with that particular property. It's just based on the vendor's circumstances. And of course, their circumstances are outside of your control. And sometimes you don't know how motivated they are until you start negotiating. But you can uncover a vendor's motivation through conversations with the real estate agent. Not the question of why are they selling, but more so questions around 
How quickly is this vendor open to accepting offers? How fast of a settlement do they need? Is there any other time pressure I can be aware of? How motivated is this vendor to accept offers straight away? Things more along those lines, just to get an understanding of timeframes and motivation. And that can give you some insight into the negotiability of that vendor. But also sometimes the agent will be really overt with you, especially as if that vendor is super duper motivated, they might say something to you like, this vendor is really motivated to sell. They need this particular settlement or they need to sell as soon as possible. If you're interested in this property, put an offer forward and let's negotiate. So it'll be a little bit more obvious. The second category is market timing. Now, you've probably heard me say this a million times before, but you can't time the market. It is almost impossible to predict what's going to happen in the future. So to a certain extent, this is a little bit of luck. So sometimes you can buy a bargain because you are just inadvertently buying at the right time in the market. And the situations where I've seen buyers buy at the biggest discounts, or in other words, get the biggest bargains, are times when things have happened in the market where prices have come down because of a certain reason. And those reasons have generally made other buyers a little bit nervous to buy and vendors more motivated to sell at those points in time. For example, at the very beginning of COVID, we saw a lot of bargains then, but it was only really the most confident buyers who were comfortable in purchasing at that time. Also, just before the 2019 election and everyone thought negative gearing was going to get scrapped and everyone thought that prices were going to fall significantly further, including a lot of Australia's top economists. And it was the buyers who purchased then who had the confidence knowing that this was a long-term purchase and they weren't worried about what other people were doing And they did really well because then we had a different election result and prices, instead of dropping, they actually went up significantly. So those buyers bought at the right time. However, they took a little bit of risk in doing that. So it can be a little bit of luck, but also a little bit of confidence to buy when other people aren't as confident. The third category is having just a little bit of luck. Sometimes you can come across a bit of a bargain and there's absolutely nothing wrong with that property. But for example, just say it's going to auction and they have a couple of people interested, but one of the buyers couldn't get their finance in time. And the other buyer, their parents decided that they weren't going to lend them any money anymore. For whatever reason, that property lost all of the other buyers. Still a great property, but it was just a bit of bad luck for that vendor but then it's good luck for you because all of a sudden you have less competition. And of course, this is something which is completely beyond your control, but sometimes this will happen and you know, you'll know you be at an auction and it'll pass into you. So it hasn't met the vendor's reserve and all of a sudden you're in this position where you get to negotiate with that vendor because those other buyers haven't turned up for whatever reason. And in which case you can get a bit of a bargain. Now, the drawback in these kind of situations is sometimes some buyers need that social proof of other people bidding on that property or other people putting in to help validate their own decisions. 
And this is all the more reason why I always say to do all of your analysis, your comparable sales and figure out your personal value before you start negotiating or before you bid at an auction so that you don't rely on social proof and that if you can pick up a bargain, you know it's a bargain and you have confidence that it's a bargain because it's situational and it's nothing to do with that property not being desirable or having any problems with it. Did you know that the first home guidebook is also an online course where I teach you everything you need to know about buying your first home? You can find out more at thefirsthomeguidebook.com.au where you can also download my free checklist, which is a hundred things to look out for at a property inspection. Just head to thefirsthomeguidebook.com.au. So those are three categories, which you can come across where you can find a bit of a bargain. And all three of those categories are things which are beyond your control, but have nothing to do with that property having any issues. Whereas the fourth category and the one that you should be most mindful of are situations where that property is a bit of a bargain because there is a problem with that property or a drawback or just other reasons why other people aren't as interested in that property. And that's why it looks like a bit of a bargain. So these things could be related to the location of that property. For example, I recently, just the other day, actually had a client send me a property and they said, wow, this one looks amazing. It looks really cheap considering how big it is and how renovated it is. And with a very, very quick Google map search, I pointed out to them that that property was going to sell for a bargain because it was right underneath or basically underneath some huge, big power transmission lines. And that's an extreme example, but sometimes properties could also be discounted or a bit of a bargain because they are on a busy road, or maybe they are really close to a freeway, so they've got a bit of noise, or they might be in a flood zone or in an area with a higher crime rate and more social housing. So essentially things which you can't change. And the reason why they're a bit cheaper is because even if you would consider living in those locations or being okay with those drawbacks, not everyone else would be. And aside from locational, it could be some kind of characteristic with that particular property. For example, if it's an apartment, maybe that block has combustible cladding issues, or it's got historical major problems with the body corporate, or maybe there's no car space on title and all of the other apartments in the area do have car spaces. Or maybe if you are looking at a house and a property looks like it's a bit of a bargain price, perhaps that property has structural issues, or maybe that property has a big development of a huge apartment block going up behind it, or perhaps The floor plan is really strange and would be really costly to fix. So those are more specific characteristics to do with that property. So if it is a bargain or if it's selling for a discount or the price seems to be too good to be true, you really need to uncover the reason why. Is it situational like those first three categories or is it based on the characteristics of that property? 
And I will briefly touch on off-market properties because I think there is a little bit of a misconception that off-market properties tend to be more bargains or more discounts because some people assume that if vendors are selling off-market, well, they're saving a little bit of money on marketing. Therefore, they should be a bit more negotiable. Or maybe if they're selling off-market, it's because they're a bit more motivated or a bit more desperate, but it's definitely not the case. And in some situations, it can be the opposite. A vendor might be selling off-market because they are not motivated. They're not in a rush or they're trying to be a little bit stingy and save money on marketing costs. And sometimes they're not negotiable or sometimes they just want way too much money and that's why they're selling off-market. So the key thing to understand here is that you shouldn't rely on off-market properties to be the bargains that you are searching for, especially if what you're looking for online, you just can't find anything you like selling for within your budget. Don't assume that off-markets are the solution to that. They're kind of like a mirror of what's happening online in that some vendors will be more motivated than others and sometimes you'll find bargains. But again, it depends on the reason why that property is a bargain. So to summarize, my overarching advice here is to always focus on the property first and the price second. And in saying that, I'm not saying just pay any price for a property or always pay a premium or anything like that. But the property does need to come first in that it needs to fulfill your strategy, tick all of your boxes. You need to love it. Or if it's an investment property, it needs to meet your investment brief. And then from there, if you can get a bargain, that's a bonus, as long as it is a bargain based on situational factors, not because that property has an issue with it. If I said to you, you could buy this particular property and you like it, you know, it ticks enough boxes and it's okay, but it's a bargain versus this other property and it is ideal for you. It ticks every single box and you absolutely love it, but you might have to pay maybe a slight premium for it. Well, which would you prefer? There's obviously no right or wrong answer there. Some people are more driven by price than others. But at the end of the day, as a buyer's agent, my motto is we try and buy the right property for the right price and then a bargain is a bonus. Thanks for listening. Information provided in our podcast is general in nature and does not constitute financial advice. Every effort has been made to ensure the information is accurate. Listeners must not rely on this information to make investment or financial decisions.